Welcome to Shorts with Tara and Jill. I am Jill. And I am Tara, and we have a very special guest today, taking us back many, many years when my butt was saggy. (laughs) And Jill said, Tara, I have this great private trainer. You should meet him. And so today we welcome Mike Ruggiero, who is the owner of Ruggiero Fitness Concepts, Studio One Fitness. He's an in-person and virtual personal trainer and transformation specialist. He also has a line of supplements, and we are so excited to have him. And um, Tara and I were both very excited to have our post-baby bodies transformed by him (laughs) many years ago um, when he was at Fitness Together. So welcome, Mike. Thank you, ladies. Yeah, Mike, you know you miss us, but okay. Because Jill's competitive, and I am not. Although I quietly am, but I just... So I know the answer to this question, but who could lift more weight, Jill or Tara? You really want to answer that question? Well, I, Tara, it's Jill. I, I mean, Tara, I you're like half my size <laughs> no, in Jill all directions. Jill was impressive, right? Yeah, I mean, course. she is a monster in the gym. I still have pictures of her hair sticking straight up because she used to hit the mitt so hard that it creates static electricity. Remember those? <laughs> yep. I save all my stuff. I get all those fun pictures of the old studio. But that was so long ago. And I tell you guys, I've been following you guys for so long. I can't believe how how many years ago that was. I know. It's crazy. Well, I was really impressed because I looked at your site and I noticed that you have 5 a.m. classes. And part of the reason Tara and I don't work with you anymore is because you live far away from us. (laughs) Otherwise, we would. But um, I love that you have 5 a.m. classes because I remember like almost nowhere does that now. Like almost nowhere you you can you start your workout that early. And I think both Tara and I are big early morning workers, outers. Um, so, but Mike, how did, tell us a little bit about, you know, how you evolve, what your background is, how did you evolve into training and how did you decide to start your own business, um, in Bridgewater? Okay. So it's, it could be the longest story or the shortest story. It depends on how you want to go about it. The, <laughs> the shortest version I can remember is, um, just loving fitness, obviously all my life, loving body health um, sciences, anatomy, physiology. Like I was really into, um, physical therapy and stuff. I was probably a career I was looking into. Um, but this stuff came really natural to me being an athlete, playing sports, playing hockey and stuff. So I, I was always the go-to person when someone needed to work out and got myself into personal training, um, got myself to fitness together because there was no sales involved in the personal training. Uh, so that was my first, you know, I didn't want to really love, I didn't love the love of sales. No one really, I don't think goes into it unless you're a different breed loving sales, but you get good at it as you, you know, you're selling a product or yourself. But um, the customer service aspect has always been natural for me. So, you know, building rapport, treating clients like they're, you know, individuals and not just putting on this blanket uh, fitness routine was something that I love doing at Fitness Together. So growing into Fitness Together, and the fact that the owner was looking to sell and had me in a position where um, if I didn't purchase, was I going to even still be working there? I didn't know who the owner was going to be. So I kind of got backed into a corner. Uh, first year of marriage, first child on the way, didn't think I had the budget and ended up just kind of doing it. And I don't know if that's pretty much how a lot of people that are self-business owners or stuff like that really just don't have a plan. You just 
make make choice you make your choice to move forward and chase your dream so uh that was how i got involved to its fitness together um then being a little bit handcuffed being in a franchise right so as a first time business owner um learning the ins and outs of what i could and couldn't do under a franchise name but uh did really appreciate the fact that it was a franchise when you first start you know it's a name recognition um it's just the easiest way i think to get yourself into uh, an area and then um becoming your own over a couple of years i think pushed me into a spot where i said i got to make a decision on what i want to do next and and next was just a little bit more me and not not as much the franchise so opening a place of my own name, of my own creation, um, pretty much sticking to what I used to do. Uh, the only difference was, I think, at Fitness Together was it's very one-on-one, one -on -one, even though they tried to create that small pack group stuff. Um, I think it was really one-on-one, -on -one, which I loved. But I knew uh, demographically coming to where I live in West Bridgewater and in Bridgewater areas, um, and even seeing the transition, I think I think during our time at Fitness Together, there was a transition into group fitness that was really hot. I mean, you know, spinning spinning got really big. Um, you know, CrossFit got big while we were there. I mean, everyone was starting to move into a little bit more competitive group fitness. Um, so it did open the door for me to create almost what I was doing as far as treating everyone like a one-on-one -on -one class or one-on-one -on -one training session, but giving, um, you know, six to eight people that kind of treatment, you know, having my experience. I don't think anyone can just do that. I think, like I said, you, you just can't, I, I had at this point, God, I'm 20 years now a fitness trainer. So um, at that point, probably 10 years into my career as a trainer, I could handle what was, you know, uh, I guess if it was, um, you know, cliche and niche stuff, like people were pushing, like, that's one thing I really try to red flag for people is when they say that this is the way, um, you know, this is the the way, and this is the diet, or this is the training it's you don't need anything else just that you know question I'm gonna interrupt you because Jill and I have talked about this before like there's a lot of diets and ways to eat now that are it's always been that way but right now you know as I approach the ripe old age of 48 I am starting to realize that I do have to change my eating but I also still exercise a lot so two questions one how much does eating play a part in your fitness? And two, should you be working out every day? Like what is a good healthy balance of how much you should be hitting the gym or whatever exercise you do? Those are awesome points and questions. So I think what you said is perfect because I we were talking quickly about this off the uh, air about just social media in today's world we live in. I'm not too sure anything's any different than it was back then. It's just out there in your face and it's just able to be in your face more, which obviously creates confusion and, you know, the ability to sell and the ability to confuse the, the you know, the uh, customer. But the, um, the good, the quickest way to say that is exactly what you just said. So we all age differently, right? Genetics has a huge play in this and it doesn't mean genetics. That means you're going to be fat or going to be in shape, those types of genetics. But Technically, when you hit specific ages, uh, I deal with a lot of women always have, uh, but men myself. So I, I'm dealing with hormone imbalances as I grow older, um, things that I've had to actually research for myself. But most of the women I've much more experience with, um, you know, you hit different hormone levels at different ages. I mean, everyone does. Right. So different metabolic changes, different lifestyles, different things will drive those too. So hectic lifestyle, not enough sleep, kids, work, you name it. Now you're looking at 
what am I expending in energy like for a daily routine on a weekly routine? Uh, what am I giving myself for food, which is energy to keep that balance? And then how am I working out? And because that changes as you go, is never a one size fits all <clears throat> because things are different at different levels, right? So as you get older, you're definitely going to change. And so your 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 goal, your thing is to, and even if you don't want to, because again, I have a lot of people that say, hey, I don't want to even think about it. You need to tell me. But I also try to educate. That's just me by nature, right? So I'm I'm literally trying to educate everyone I talk to and say, hey, listen, it's all about data, right? So if you're looking at scale, clothes, energy, um, what you look like, you know, aesthetically, and you know what your routine is, then when you make a tweak, how does it look, right? Do you take a day away and look better, feel better? Then you might have to start peeling away your energy level. Uh, most people at, at this age bracket, because I'll say this because we're all in the same age bracket, so I, you can't even get away with that being old. But <laughs> I will say that peeling away a workout is much better than adding food, right? So if I were to tell you, hey, you're not eating enough to have your lifestyle, that's great when you're 20 to 30 and you can still manage building muscles and tissues and, and losing fat. But as that process starts to age and becomes more difficult, the easiest way is to take something away and on the other side. So people that are used to working out like warriors and eating their bodies up, it's not going to be easy to keep maintaining that. Right. So if, if you start to slow down, whether you get injured or old or tired, the food doesn't change much. And then all of a sudden you start looking the other direction. And that's what happens a lot. So I'll tell people, listen, maybe you take a day off or take a rest day. I think Lisa, if you remember, Lisa used to push that day off thing all the time. Um, it's hard to do. Danielle as well was pulled two trainers with me here. Well, Lisa wasn't here, but so that would be my my advice on that. You have something to Yeah, I remember yeah. I one of the things I really liked about working with you, Mike, is I remember that um and this was a long time ago. I guess this is like probably 15, 10, 15 years ago, I remember I came to you and I was like, you know, I've always like I got, I've always sort of been like, okay with my weight, but not overly excited about the way I looked like in a bathing suit or whatever. And I remember I came to you and I was like, could I lose 20 pounds? Like, could I do that? And honestly, like this, the reason I said that was because I felt like the scale was just too high. It was just too high. It was object like objectively too high. Whereas honestly, it's probably, it was probably around the right place for me and my build and my age and everything else. But I remember I came to you and I was like, can I lose 20 pounds? And you were like, I don't know, can you? And you were like, here's what it's going to take. I'll tell you what it's going to take. And then you decide if you can. I mean, we've taught, we had spent a lot of time. This was not the first time we had met. We had, you had trained me for probably a year or two already. And I remember you were like, we've talked a lot about your lifestyle and what you do and, you know, the dinners with your kids and your family and, and all of that. And you were like, look, if you want to do this, this is what it's going to take. And you can kind of take away from one thing and add to another thing and whatever. But basically, this is kind of the formula. And I did it. I, I went, I don't think I lost 20, but I lost a decent amount. And I remember being like, yeah, nope, I can do this. And I fucking hate it. <laughs> I, I'm so fucking miserable right now. <laughs> but I'm where I want to be on the scale, but I'm so fucking miserable. <laughs> but I like the fact that you were like, it's up to you. And, it's, and, and taking into account like my lifestyle and what makes me happy. And, you know, for someone like me, like I love doing a lot of cardio and that's not because I want to burn calories and a little bit of it is burning calories, but most of the time it's because I just want to 
it, it like helps me psychologically to get that cardio in. But um, I just love the way you are very kind of customized in your approach. And I think it's very interesting, Mike, since it's been a long time since we have all worked out with you, but times have changed and it's not about being skinny anymore. Yeah. It's about really in, in, uh, embracing your curves and actually having curves. And yeah. I, I, I absolutely love that also because I have girls. Yeah. Um, and I think that it is, in, in some ways, I agree social media is, is not very good, although I make a living off of it. <laughs> right, yeah. But it is always in your face. And I worry about these kids because they're inundated with all of this stuff. But at the same time, I feel like body, body um, image has changed, maybe for the bad, maybe for the good, but curves are in. Yeah. So again, I think, I think what you touch on is, is really important. So let's, let's just dive into that real quick. I don't know if you got to cut me off cause you know, I will talk forever. You can. <laughs> so, I mean, Arielle did shows, right? I mean, she was the first girl that I ever trained happened to be my wife to go on stage and win a competition. Um, then I stepped on stage. Then women started seeing her doing it and know that she had three kids and they said, wow, if she can do it, can we do it? I'm like, yeah, the same question, right? Anyone can do it. It's just, can you put that in your lifestyle? Do you have the capability? And are you going to, I mean, it's just, it's over. You can't put health in front, right? I mean, it's it's one of those things that I've always preached anyway. So doing deficit dieting and, and getting people ready for stage, I do it in the safest, most real person way. And that's the other thing you want to talk about social media. How many of those things were going through, right? How many people did you see do a show or a bikini show or whatever? And then it's the question, are they on anything? Did they do it naturally? Did they do it right? And I'm like, well, first of all, I can tell you right now that there's a very high percentage that don't do it right. Very few people will do it the way that I do it. Now, that's, I don't do this for a living, right? That's also why I don't put people on stage for a living. I'm not one of those coaches that literally tries to do that as a living. And I do have friends that do it, but they, they do, they prescribe you know, steroids and stuff that that's unhealthy for you. And and I'm okay with people that do do it because like I said, if that's your living and that's what you want to do, as long as you're being healthy, getting blood work and all that stuff. But there's plenty of women that have come to me and asked me about other women. And I'm like, I could tell you exactly what they're on. I unfortunately wish that people were more open about that on Facebook or social media, because there are some coaches that I follow that legit will put blood work down of their competitors so that you can see what they're on, what they're off of and what they take and how they cycle it. And I think that would really help people that have that image problem because there is an, there is a really good, and again, I think this is what it is. I think there are still a lot of people that want to be skinny, but there's a lot more people that are showing off that they don't care if they're not skinny and now people have a home for that. So I think that the marry of that is really good so that you're still going to see the noise and the crap that you hope you have to take your daughters through and say, listen, this is what's real. This is what isn't. Um, unfortunately, like I said, in me being in the business, I turn into a hater if I post about that. Right. So I'm very quiet about it. I'm very honest with people though. And I'll tell, uh, I won't call people out on social media, but I will tell them face to face with somebody that asked me a question and say, is this, is this person, this, is this person that I can tell you straight, straight through it. But yeah, the building muscle curves, uh, strong. And I just think also, um, confidence. Yeah. I mean, the confidence to not worry about wearing a, a covered, whatever, you know, whenever you're doing something that requires that. Okay, we need to wrap up, but I wanna I wanna do a little round of like quick fire questions for you. 
Go ahead. This is my okay. favorite part of you, Jill. I never would have expected you weren't going to run through these real quick. Go ahead. <laughs> I actually okay. took notes. <laughs> Just in case I had something off guard, but go ahead. Okay. So favorite move in the gym you would recommend to somebody just using your own body weight like one move oh, you can't do that to me i have so many one moves <laughs> um you have to go with a burpee i, know I knew you were gonna say burpee yeah i mean every trainer i think would because it's literally a head-to-toe movement if then i could world. if i could use not body weight trap bar deadlift Trap okay. bar. I mean, By the way, every I, one of the I trainers that fitness together loved me for having that bar in there. I have to tell you that Eva, who you met when she was like, I don't know, three or something, is so into weightlifting right now. right now. She is? That's so She's good. so into weightlifting. Yeah, she does the trap bar or whatever thing. I love it. <laughs> I don't want to know how um, old she is. So don't tell me. She's 15, but she's, oh. and she's in the, she goes to the, she goes to the gym at school and the, the coach of the football team is like in there trying to set up for his players. And he's like, Hey, can you move off already? And she's like, no, you, you're not in here till three 30. I'm doing my trap bar or whatever. Just tell her, just do one um, of these. Be like, All right, wrap the tire. let's go. Oh, let's go. Okay. I can't help. 15 crazy. Go ahead. All right. What if some, if, if you were to recommend a supplement, a universal supplement, that everyone could take, maybe not everybody, but what's a, what's a common supplement that you really like that you think people should consider? Yeah. Um, God, I can't just do one here. So there's so many different levels, right? Uh, I always tell people if they're not eating appropriately multivitamin, obviously, right? Find a good whole food multivitamin, something not like a one a day, something that's whole food multivitamin, live food stuff. Um, I do preach food over supplements all the time, just so you know, even though I do push supplements, I just think we don't get enough of what we need. So you do need to supplement in, um, collagen is huge because it just has multi-property use, right? So not only for muscular and bone and density, but skin, hair, overall health, gut health. Definitely don't know if people, a lot of, a lot of people don't even know that, that collagen is very important for gut health and gut lining and absorption, which is why I kind of stopped pushing probiotics. I used to do probiotic, prebiotics a lot, but I use now uh, chicory root. Um, inulin every morning with my with my um, I take like a, a packet of um, electrolytes with that every morning to start my day and then inulin um, I think that was it yeah I, I'm big on I'm big on like the absorption stuff because I feel like that's the one thing that really causes gut problems for a lot of people so um, yeah. Yeah, I well, make sense. I've tried a lot for gut and yeah. I think that I need to be educated. So we'll talk about that on the side. For sure. Okay. Yeah. And just FYI, inulin rips right through me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good to know. <laughs> two, two last, I'll give you two parter. And these are the last two. So okay, good. Part, part one, favorite green food. Part two, favorite protein. Favorite protein. Um, favorite green food. Is there a favorite green food? <laughs> Um, honestly, it I've been can't drinking be green my, Jolly Ranchers. I, uh, no, I've been drinking my greens. Um, so that's been something I've honestly learned that is hard for me to constantly go on the go with, because if you don't have the sit down with your fork and knife, it's really hard to grab green food. Um, but broccoli basic, I just think that's just, it's just 
mean, I love asparagus, but it's like hard to find the ones you want. I don't like yep. the shriveled little uh, limpy asparagus. No offense. <laughs> okay, what about protein? Um, so once again, protein, are we talking food or powder? Do you, do you even know? You just asked me food. Yeah, so um, that's what I was going to say, because I really don't really like to push powders. It's really just an extra. So if you're getting enough protein in your diet, I tell people all the time, you don't need a powder. Um, but I'm, I'm chicken. Yeah, I'm, I'm, chicken. I'm, I'm a white, I'm a white meat. I, I love my red meat, but I just don't eat it. That's not my go-to. Like I, I like Got to it. put that in once or twice a week, whether it's steak or, or like a ground beef, but most of the time it's chicken different ways. Just a million different ways to run it. I love seafood and fish too. Same thing though. It's like a red meat to me. I have it like once in a while. So yep. Mike, thank you so much. And it's been wonderful to reconnect. Can you tell people how to reach you if they have questions or if they want to come work out with you? How do they find you? Yeah, so I have um, my website is RogeroFitnessConcepts.com. Um, I am on LinkedIn as myself. I don't think I'm my business on LinkedIn, Jill. You did your research on LinkedIn. But Facebook is really the easiest way, I think. It's just the go-to for me. And I have my Rogero Fitness on, on IG. So any message format, any message format on those is very easy. And I think at some point we have to have a rematch and um, reconnect. And then, you know, we'll see. Because I've, I've built some muscle in the last decade. Listen, I've watched your Pilates it's workouts cool. on your IG. You're no joke. I, so one thing I could never do in my studio and in my gym is the Pilates stuff. The reformers are great. Yeah, they are. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, Mike. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of shorts. Bermuda shorts, jean shorts, short shorts, boy shorts, tennis shorts, cargo shorts, pleated shorts, running shorts, board shorts.